0: back mm-hmm. on the woodsman perspective podcast and uh we got a, we got a pretty cool one today that's right you know, yeah we, th- we talk management and habitat and land and uh one of the coolest one of the coolest pieces of that management tool might be the chainsaw or the skitter. ain't no doubt here and in the southeast that's one that's that gets right. used more than most i think well we
1: got a guy in here's done it a long time and i've known him all my life and you uh, i'm just happy a lot of these people know him when they find out who he is well i told him when he came in i, I, I said did
0: Tim, do people see you and just feel like they know you from YouTube, because that's how it was. we that's walked right. in. I, 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 it took me a minute to realize, I don't guess we'd ever <laughs> met, but I felt like I knew him.
1: That's right. Well, well, why don't you introduce him? Yeah, this is Tim O'Brien. Uh, he has been a friend of mine a long time, and, and and Tim and him were, as far as production logging, we'll get into that, but he's done a little of it all. He's uh, started off of, all through school, and and uh, I just, I'm just I, I want him to kind of pick his brain on the future of logging and 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 logging in the past and, and kind of what he sees some of this management stuff is going to because he he does a lot of land management stuff himself and uh so Tim we're gonna we'll turn thank it over to you brother I'm glad hey, you're here man you yeah man with...
2: I appreciate y'all uh asking me to come on and, and get in here and and uh do it. Uh like like you said, known you and your brother Corey forever. Mm-hmm. Uh gra- I was right between Oh of agents, y'all, yeah. Right. Uh, Corey was auto mechanic, and mm-hmm. I was a metal trades guy. Right. And me and Corey walked a dog, man, in Votech. Yeah, that's and going right. One of the competitions and
1: stuff. Well, I can remember Tim leaving every day from school, <laughs> going to log. That's right. And and, and, and look, none of our friends were, were loggers. That's it. So he was only he was he was going the only man in town and and had this big equipment and, and it was you know we we was envious of it back then. But, yeah. But look, none of us run over to grab that saw. Uh, no, it
3: was a. <laughs>
2: That's, you know, that's all I've ever done is... um, How long have you done it, Tim? uh, I worked for Dad for 38 years uh, and 32 full-time. Wow. So I've been... uh, I've seen a lot of stuff change over the years, you know, and in and out, you There's know, no going on, you know, no, yeah, you know. Yeah, well, we,
0: look, if people have already picking up on your voice right now, are uh, they? Uh, if they are, you let's go ahead and let them know if, if they recognize that voice. You're, you're cotton top three. That's on, right. on
2: YouTube. They may follow you on YouTube. That's uh, right. That's right. Yep, cotton top three on YouTube, and we'll kind of get into that later too. You know, but, that's kind of you know,
1: one of the biggest things about you, Tim, because you're you're conservationist yourself you've always hunted sure bow hunted deer Mm -hmm. hunted turkey hunted i mean you've always it was not only did you work in the woods but the woods was your life outside of work
2: correct i mean everything i did revolved around the woods outdoors no matter what it was whether it was uh you know if i was in the woods on a machine cutting timber or whatever skidding loading and then any of my free time was spent in the woods you know as far as either you know, hunting, whether it was turkey, squirrels, rabbits, uh, deer, it didn't matter. Or, you know, and then fishing too, you know, same thing.
1: Right. I can remember you getting in a canoe and paddling across places to hunt and yeah. pressure, you know, trying to get to them, getting yeah, a good I angle say, on just,
0: them. Just to hang a label on, on Tim as a logger is not, it's kind of a uh-uh. discredit. Yeah. Because, and I'm not that's not a shot at loggers, but I you're a little yeah. more technical than most people. I I remember I remember I think I picked up on you. I've been I've been flying drones for Right. Over ten years now, right, right. And I remember somebody catching up with you on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You were right. running some early DJI same model, oh, yeah. like early Phantom. Yeah, I had did. You were you were pretty technical on. You were. I know we're going to talk logging, but you were you were ahead of the and One of the first ones I knew of around here that really picked All, up YouTube and and some of the drone work.
2: Always been real techie. Uh, you mentioned the canoes, kayaking stuff. Uh, I learned years and years ago. You know, I didn't. Uh, you know, sometimes you've got really good places to hunt. You know, this managed and what have you, and and I've hunted in some really good places. Mm-hmm. But then, if you don't have that, you have to get really creative, and you have to go where other people don't. The go. Extra and mile, and yeah. And yeah. you have to do the extra work, and a lot of times that'll pay off for a well, lot. Yeah.
1: Listen, I've seen, I've cleaned some of your deer. pays yeah. It pays <laughs> <have> paid <laughs> off. <laughs> he, he's, yeah, he's pretty sharp on that. <laughs>
3: Well, uh, look,
0: it, I, I'm, I think we're in for a pretty good history and, and, and thing on, on not logging some of the science yeah. and the history on logging. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. Well, let me – Between for the, people, the two of y'all. <laughs> well,
1: for the people, listening. I'm going to – and then I'm going to turn it over to Tim because he can ex- exploit what I'm going. So, on loggers, y'all, and, and I've been in timber business 25 years. Tim's been in it 38, 32, mm-hmm. 38. You know, That's some right. of yeah. little. So, there's a lot of stuff that we've seen, mm-hmm. menu you, before right. changing Right. You know, uh, pine, pupwood. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big, that's the, that's the elephant in the closet. These mm-hmm. Getting these plantations thin. We'll go into that a little later. But so Tim's crew was known around our house. You know, TDK. Mm-hmm. That's TDK right. Log. Uh, you know, TDK Log. Big crew. Uh, they work for Warehouse, a majority Correct. of Correct. So I'm going to explain to the listeners that don't know the size of logging crews. So a small logging crew is a crew that would get. Three to five loads a day. I would agree with that. Yes. Right. Middle size, mid size crews. of the crews that I run would get ten to twelve loads a day. Tim, tell me how many loads a day y'all would get.
2: Uh, there was uh, our biggest day we ever loaded was uh, forty three loads in a day, <laughs> and uh,
1: you know, uh, so so people, what I'm telling you is, Tim could cut a forty acre block down in one day. Yeah, we could, depending on how thick it was. Yes, yeah. that's correct. You know, we could. So make a so to to. Exp, you know to explain what how big TDK got, <laughs> and then where you and your dad started this thing, right? Okay, and y'all started with humble beginnings. Your dad was working at a plant, right? Gentle Tire. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. known him all my life. Your mama was our secretary. I loved her. She'd Correct. always sign me out. I could slip up and get me
3: some yeah. food over to
1: Little Giant. I mean, me and Brad Braddock loved your mama to this day, <laughs> and and uh, but you know where y'all started and where y'all ended. Man, y'all running you know, mm-hmm. processors, mm-hmm. six wheel skitters, track cutters, uh, track cutters. I mean, cutters, y'all were yeah. doing stuff that nobody else mm-hmm. was doing, Tim.
2: Yeah, we were, uh, we were kind of uh, innovative in the Southeast, you know, as far as, you know, predominantly in the Southeast, you don't see the stuff like what we run the stuff that we run. You would see on the West coast, the West coast up in Canada. Some is some all stuff in, on uh, Axeman, maybe. Yeah, like, yeah, stuff like right, that. Yeah. And, and uh, we cut a lot of – there we have a lot of challenging terrain here in our areas. You get up there, you know – Monroe uh, County. Monroe yeah. County, you know, North Lowndes County up in there. Yeah. Um, you know, the Kilgore Hills over there in Clay County. Uh, you know, on over into Fayette County, Marion County over yeah. there, that away, You know, some really challenging stuff, and it made it really hard – Conventionally logging, you know, with rubber tire machines and what have you, to, you know, to, yeah, sure, to like yeah. work that ground. You know, yeah. you've worked that ground, mm-hmm. you've seen guys struggling well, with stuff. A lot of you stuff
1: know. we would not even look at, mm-hmm. and Tim Nick and could cut it clean as a whistle. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing, Tim, you know, this the easy tracks were getting cut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The- <laughs> I mean, we were smoking, you know, all the easy tracks. And and you know which Warehouser's biggest largest landowner oh, in the yeah. United States. That's right. I think that's right. And and uh, so they had tons of landed rent they bought back fifties and sixties, mm-hmm. and the ground that Tim and TDK were logging was ground that could never be cut mm-hmm. pr- with chainsaws and a cable skitter. Oh yeah. So so they were getting to cut some gravy, but it was hard to mm-hmm. get to. Yeah, we, you
2: know, it and it made it really appealing to a property owner if they were buying outside timber like from a private property owner right. you know a lot of times those a lot of that timber would get left say if a property owner had say an 80 and he had 10 or 15 acres you know that was in a really bad spot well most loggers couldn't get that he wouldn't get no money for it. we'd leave it well this right here would would maximize you
1: know his return on investment you know to be able to get all yeah. that stuff and you take a big track to him you take let's just throw a 200 acre track if it's got a big drain steep mm-hmm. drain running through it very easily. That's 15, 18 acres. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that
2: gets left. Correct. Yeah. And, you know? s- and we were just going through there. We we swapped over the processor in 08, and then we got a track cutter in twenty twelve, a leveling machine. And that allowed us when I say that that means that you can be on a very, very steep hill and from the tracks up will level. You can level that machine, you know, front back, side to side so you're sitting you're not in a strain when you're cutting and you could just go up through there and make a you know nearly a, a 50 something foot swath cutting up a hill or down a hill, you know, and just mow it, you know, and get it get it all done and lay it where the skidders could uh, you know, could get it out, you know, and get it to the to the deck and stuff.
0: So Y'all had an advantage, the equipment gave you an advantage. Oh, it's, a, it, it's
2: amazing what it did. that thing looked like. I mean, It did very, very big stuff, very expensive stuff. Um, we, uh, you know, starting out of the gate back in the 80s, we did it, you know, just chainsaws, hand felling, uh, cable skidders, you know, topping everything with chainsaws and, and what you have you.
0: still do a lot of hand. Yeah, you do a lot of chainsaw cutting yourself. That's stuff.
2: right, and I've I've kind of evolved out of the logging, and I've kind of left the family business in twenty two, and and I'd always, even back in high school, had work doing like like tree care type work, like mm-hmm. arborist type work, residential, commercial type stuff like that, like where you've got a tree over house or something, high risk removals and and yeah. what have you, and so. I've kind of evolved from the logging into that now is what I do. So, yeah, I'll burn most weeks. I'll burn five gallons of saw gas.
0: It's um, a lot of chainsawing.
2: It, you know, every, every, every week, you know, yeah, it's a lot of chainsawing. I sharpen a lot of saws every week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, all for years, and you cut a lot of tracks. You know, you cut several tracks for me. Right, I did. You know, uh-huh. and, and, and do a great, I mean, it's an unbelievable job. They wouldn't leave anything, Brent, that's he could get on that that yeah. machine and i mean it was and tim run the loader a lot of times and so merchandising yeah was his key i mean it if it if it didn't cut out it, it you blame it on the timber buyer not the logger that and it's just one of them guys they just taught y'all how to do it that processor man yeah. y'all was just so good at it
2: well years ago you know you would coming out of the 70s and in the 80s you know predominantly everything was just high graded and you went to the first limb and you cut it off. And then as we got a pulp market then, that was still kind of being done. But we figured out real quick that if you, ca- if you put money on the grade stuff and you didn't have no money on the pulp stuff that was getting left and you captured that stuff and you got on the truck and you got it to the mill, that was almost 100 percent profit. You could put all that money in your you're pocket. Yeah. It, yeah. and so yeah, you could uh, you could run through there, and you could if you were buying the timber yourself, you could you could maximize a track a lot by doing that. And then, as far as in when we started working for a timber company, uh, then that made it more appealing to them. They wasn't enforcing it. it is is. Like they are now. Now anybody that cuts timber, you go through there, you get it all. You don't yeah, leave that's right. You don't leave anything, you know.
1: But but what he's saying and fast forward to Brent the last three or four years and Tim will agree with me, we don't have those markets. Correct. So so so, yes. so Tim is already bringing those fifty to hundred loads in there processing them. Mm-hmm. The pine putt would be already right. there. We're leaving it in piles, and mm-hmm. we're leaving it on track, and we leave it, and we're burning it, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it tough. Team. It that's does. what makes our business not look good. Number one, mm-hmm. don't yeah. look good from a no. aesthetic standpoint, standpoint. There's a lot of is, factors that led to that too. I think right. y'all yeah. will probably yes. hit on some yeah. of that as we go and, through. And, and you know, it, it goes to markets. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody's got the lion's share, and nobody has any of the other That's right. then you got you well, right. and, and y'all
0: hit on you know, we were talking earlier y'all hit on the what happened through the in the late days or early 90s with mm-hmm. the crp program and there was just a glutton sure. of a, a pine it that was. got planted at one time
2: mm-hmm. and what started that was you know coming farming was just huge we had soybeans got up to 13 dollars a bushel there was uh hardwood stands in river bottoms that were being just cleared just as fast they could clear them to turn them into road crop land and then all of a sudden, just like snapping your fingers, beans went from thirteen dollars a bushel, and I mean this is back in the in the in the late seventies, in the eight, early eighties, and just turned everything upside down just overnight. And then all of a sudden, uh, these old family farms started just getting liquidated like crazy. People were losing yeah. them; they were having to sell them. And then we had the paper industry was starting to really come on in in the southeast, buddy. And we had this. All of a sudden, CRP stuff, and we we had this cost share with planting these pine. When, when the
1: government paid you mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. take agriculture fields and plant it in pine trees, yeah. and give you, and, and at the time in the in the, in the mid eighties, mm-hmm. they gave you fifty dollars a ton signing bonus, mm-hmm. and fifty dollars, and I mean fifty dollars an acre signing bonus and $50 an acre per year on a 10-year contract. Mm-hmm. Well, majority of that land only brought three,
2: dollars $400 an acre. That's right. It was land then was a liability. The, the, yeah, it was right. not an asset. S- so
1: then you yeah. had millions of you acres. You don't hear that very often. Like that. Yeah. That's a that's a it, pretty big statement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it yeah. was
2: back then and that time. And that's the reason why Wehrhauser ended up with so much property was it was a liability. The taxation was so bad when
0: you think yeah. about big landowners now some of those were forward thinking and and bought it then right because it could be bought mm-hmm. and,
1: and we manage them um, a lot of estates old estates mm-hmm. you know the ones i'm talking about it and, oh, yeah. a lot of that land was bought in the 50s and oh, early yeah. 60s oh yeah and and they were buying it for 100 125 dollars an mm-hmm. acre and, and the people were financing it oh yeah they would finance it airline would go in there and cut the timber mm-hmm. paid it off have the land and the rest of the timber because there wasn't no clear-cutting back then. Right, right. Tim, when do, you, when do you think the clear-cutting really started hot? It would have been what? I'm going to say, 80s, yeah, 80s? as we were coming
2: into the late 80s, things were really it used to be everything to... was select-cut. You remember, I remember 86, 87, you remember mortgage interest rates were like 13%. That's right, inflation. Like, a, like if you were going to buy a car, uh, interest on a car was 16%. I remember that because that was when I was starting to drive. And I wanted a vehicle so bad. You know? yeah. And I was doing the math on it, trying to figure it out. And I was like, you know, holy cow. And That was coming out of the Jimmy Carter era. Yeah, and it rate. was uh, starting right. there. And then we got to the 90s timber hadn't really exploded yet at that point and when we crossed over into 1993 that's when timber absolutely totally exploded it skyrocketed it went off the charts if you had if you had if you had property you could make an insane amount of money off of timber you could actually buy a piece of property cut the timber on it and pay for it and still have the land no problem that's right you know and
1: a lot of that happened because there was not you know we didn't have an internet correct we didn't have um and there was not a whole lot of timber buyers mm-hmm. so well, they did not compete as much timber and, and, out and, and, there as there is now in the market like right, standing no, pine right. Timber, like. right. And, and you know you had you had granddaddy's place Just supply yeah. and and demand ain't, that ain't been cut since world war Two. okay mm-hmm. that's right and and, and 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 after the depression and then those tracks See, when, when pine lumber went from $180 a thousand to $500 a thousand, mm-hmm. yeah. the landowners <laughs> didn't know it. Yeah, Only the sawmills knew it. That's right. <laughs> so in, in, in those areas, hardwood yeah, yeah. timber was a stepchild to the big pine. You mm-hmm. know that, Tim? Yep, I think yep. you agree with that. That's me. right. So yep. what happened was the good timber buyers and the sawmills were, we're we're killing it. Mm-hmm. No, the yeah. landowners were happy to get it cut. All right. Okay. You know you got to understand something, Brent. In the mid eighties, they were walking, and we was talking about the, uh, the a three wheel, a three wheel tree crusher, tree crusher, turno. Yeah. And, and if you've never seen this, people, listen. Look up tree, tree crusher. Well, Who's it made yeah, by? La, Laterno. tree crusher. Yeah. And and they would spray this timber, hardwood timber, mm-hmm. with an Agent Orange type chemical. Yeah. Because back in the day, they didn't have anything else. Yeah. And they would crush this, this big, huge machine would walk over this hardwood timber, crush it on the ground. They'd burn it and plant pine. They'd go in Warthouser there and get all the logs out of war- it and exactly. then they would then crush plus yeah. Hundreds it, of thousands uh, of uh, acres. Of <laughs> acres, you know. And, and and I would have, I'd say, probably half a million The best acres. practice. Yeah, of the time
2: I mean, of I mean, people, <laughs> and, people, and, and, you see that, people probably don't know they're listening to this and they're like, holy cow. You and know, and we
1: would give anything for a 20-inch white oak today. Uh, oh, they'd yeah. walk right over and push them on the ground and burn them. Crush them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, people
0: already saying, holy cow, when he started saying $300 an acre for land. Oh, yeah. Question oh, yeah.
1: about that, and look, and, and it just you know we have to. It's just like managing land, managing wildlife. Mm-hmm. We have to go with the change. That's right. Because me and Tim grew up in New Hope, Brent. Mm-hmm. It was a big thing. To see a deer when we was a kid. Oh yeah, gotta agree. Yeah,
2: I mean and I hunted for forever and didn't see a deer. I went because I on loved some of y'all's it. family land. Yeah, I went yeah. because I loved going, and I had a couple of uncles that would take me at Christmas and Thanksgiving, and that was my entire highlight of the whole year was getting to that because i knew that when they came in they'd take me hunting i think that's something and and i would sit there they would put me out somewhere and tell me to stay there don't go anywhere was it
1: dog running then? and no nah, we wouldn't
2: run any dogs it's all still hunting in okay. and and was set there and i sometimes that was before the clothes that we got now be just and i would just tough, to i death. would just tough it out just yeah. tough it out and just and it just, that, the, I'm very challenge driven and that, that just lit a fire under me to, right. to still burns even today, Yeah, you know, awesome. and everything. So, and that's I awesome. just went all, you know, as much as I could. And when I got where I could drive, you know, that was well, a thing. You well, know?
1: your daddy was like my daddy. They worked all the time. That's right. They didn't hunt. Right. Well, not, yeah. not
2: outdoorsmen yeah. or anything. Never, never has been, you know, and, and we just. You know, locally, I had people that, that thought enough about me that, uh, that, um, that, you know, wanted, uh, you know, wanted to make sure I got a taste of what yeah. it was like, you know, whatever, you know, to be what now, quote, people call it cool term, a gamekeeper, you yes, know, that right. kind of deal. Yeah. And stuff. We it's funny, it. man.
0: My, our, our early years in hunting experience was a lot like that. We, yeah. we had some land, uh, we, we had some places where we lived. We hunted some. Dad worked mm-hmm. in a paper mill, worked shift work, so yeah. we may or may not get to go. But those holidays when we you were know, oh, yeah. grandparents or uncle, oh, we yeah. knew we were going to go. Mm-hmm. And that just, same exact thing. Go sit over there oh, yeah. and don't move. Oh, yeah. And at some point, you know, way before daylight, because they had to drop my brother off somewhere else. And mm-hmm. that's yeah. just that was hunting. But you know, back then. I graduated then, to it, a ladder we, stand eventually. <laughs> if <but he laughs> we think about grand. a lot
1: of those times when we were hunting. Mm-hmm. But everything we hunted was around timber harvest. It was timber yeah. that had been cut, timber that had been thin, mm-hmm. timber that had been planted. Timber, and we don't because us as hunters would see loggers coming, thinking, "Good God, here we go. We're gonna run the hunt season." Yeah. And we didn't know it was the best thing that ever oh, happened yeah. to these tracks because
2: that—that's what happened with the CRP. We had an explosion of native grasses coming on in this in these farm fields. that were the the fertilizer rate in them was insane. And the Forbes and all that stuff just came on, and it was just an incredible carrying capacity for the deer. And so they just, the deer population in Mississippi and Alabama just totally freaking exploded. Because you had all this cover. Yeah, and the
1: cover was there, and it just exploded. And you think about this for a second. If they've got more cover, they have more babies. That's right. That's right. And and when it's a lot open, we can kill them, number Mm -hmm. one animals can get them number two mm-hmm. plus they had more habitat right and you know this those first three or two or three four years of that pine plantation mm-hmm. is the best there is like that's you it that's it all and, that and native exploded going and i'm gonna yeah. tell you something that's one of the if the government if we give them a, a pat on the back CRP probably helped the wildlife as good as anything oh there's no
2: doubt and, it, and, and, it and i mean really nobody got...
1: ever you know we throw that out there a lot to some but really to the day now Did it shrink the size of the deer? Maybe because you took bean fields and you had a smaller population of deer, and then you planted all these pine trees on them. So we had more deer, but less food. Oh, it definitely changed the rack size. They
2: went, you know, back. I can remember years ago, you would see bucks killed that would have these really wide spreads. Over 20 inches wide. Yeah, now the deer, deer are like I say, raccoon. I relate everything to raccoons because they can adapt to anything. That's I mean, right. you can drop a nuclear bomb They're opportunist. here and set a yeah. light, set a set a camera out, and there's going to be a coon going to show up somewhere. And a deer, deer—they as the stuff got thickened up like that. You know, a lot of our rack size has changed. You know, they're not near as wide as they were way back in the day. You know, a lot of times, you know, but you're seeing them come back now because of the management part of the of the deer. You know, the real wide racks and stuff.
1: You know, we we look at, and here's where we're going back to it, Brent. You know, the biggest issue I think what we're having today, and Brent, you selling land. And you're looking at things, and, and Tim sees this. How many ta- how many calls do you get, Tim? People that planted twenty, mm-hmm. and forty, and sixty, and even eighty mm-hmm. acres of pines can't get them thin. Mm-hmm. You know? Nobody wants to thin them, mm-hmm. right? They're you know used to, and Tim, remember this? We used to thin them when they were twelve years old. Right. I have thinned some when they were ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then they changed just to sixteen. Sixteen got
2: to be sixteen and, and years so old. And so now
1: we have tons of them around our area, mm-hmm. okay? You know, we got people listening in good areas, but mm-hmm. around our area, they're in their 20s, and we still can't get them thin. Now, you know, Brent asked me, what's the solution? Yeah. Well, so we're hoping, <laughs> we're hoping. You got to have uh, a market. <laughs> we're hoping. So we got one guy that's got the lion's share, okay? We're going to yeah. say that. One company's got the lion's share, yeah. and they control you. It's like they got their hand right. on you, butt. What we're seeing now is pellet markets are coming. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, you know, that's a good deal. We're seeing some um, biocarbon. Yeah. Biocarbon. We got some local. We got some, some OSBs. In the area. You know, and we say local, but Tim was talking earlier. We had timber coming from Georgia one time to our mm-hmm. meals over here yeah. where we live. Paper
2: mills' pockets are very deep, and don't let nobody ever tell you that they're not. You got that, that right. A paper mill will pay whatever it takes to keep it running because it costs so much to to shut it down. They will bring timber from 300 plus miles away in a heartbeat to keep a paper mill running. They will also take... Big giant saw logs and chew them right and ship them right up and send them right into that into that paper mill. Just yeah. whatever it takes, keep it running. They are yeah. n- they are not going to let that thing run out. Whatever
1: it takes. You know the the main thing and and uh, I can remember seeing TDK trucks, Brent. We were logging and looking and, and watching twelve trees on a truck mm-hmm. go to the paper mill. Get the paper mill. To get <laughs> and, and and when that paper mill run out. Every truck, Bruce, oh, yeah. Millport, Philadelphia, they brought that wood up there. Yeah. And it was like Tim said, some folks, Georgia, Florida, oh, yeah. they, I mean, they would bring it up here. So oh, yeah. the, the amount of money was, and that was when the good days. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. when we could get $8, $10 a ton for pine putt wood. Mm-hmm. You know, now you can't even give it away. Yeah, And, and, and I mean, one of our buddies, Mitt, mm-hmm. he worked an operation where they thinned a track and they just piled it in a pile.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that and that's that's tough from like we said while well ago it's the hard. aesthetics standpoint because if the if the cutter if the sawhead cutter touches that piece of wood, you got money in it yeah, like that agree. at, at yeah. that point right there you got money in it and then the so you pile it and you your it in hopes that you'll get a break you'll get a little window of opportunity to haul it. That's what you're doing right. but then all of a sudden you finish the track and you can't do anything with it well then, you really need to move it from the road. I always said we, we never left anything where you could see it from the road because loggers right. get a black eye anyhow That's right. nobody likes loggers. Well, they don't like to the change. They don't and like to change. And That's and because
1: right. Because here it is. Granddaddy's had this place yeah. for 50 yeah. years. Granddaddy dies. Yeah. He's and got two daughters and a son. Yeah. And guess what they do? They're going to cut that timber. Right. Yeah. Right. And I
0: would challenge that some these days that that perception is changing. I yeah, think, I think well, because everything's cut. Well, everything's yeah. good. There's that, yeah. but but there's more and more talk about early succession. There's things yeah. like that. You know, from a wildlife standpoint, oh, yeah. I think you see the trend and the and the and the lower. The situation with the timber value and the logging—that mm-hmm. may be what part of what's driving that. You know right. what I mean? I don't know. What I'll the, tell you the this, tails wagging the dog, or, I, or what? I tell right. you
1: this about people that used to hate on us, Tim, when we'd move in and cut mm-hmm. a track, especially in the wintertime. You remember mm-hmm. how we'd oh, go yeah. up there? We always hey,
2: move the week of opening day of gun Ain't season. No doubt. Look, always intentional. <laughs> that intentional? No, you say it just, with a certain it, amount of pride. No, that's that's I hated that, man. Dude, I hated was, that. Dude, got it. some of the worst customs I ever got in my life, man. Look, yeah, and,
1: and look, we always tell good. You know, one thing about this podcast, we tell it like it is. But Tim knows this because he's cut up there. Bartahachi, Bartahachi oh, yeah. was, the was a tough. Bartahachi was a tough place mm-hmm. so we were up there logging we moved that's, in on a track for
0: y'all that's, that's Monroe County that's,
1: Mississippi. That's right. Southern. southern right. there's, there's and, yeah.
2: one track in there that has 49 miles of company roads through right. that track in the Johnson Hills and, and, and those Crazy. people
1: when I tell you they live off deer and oh, yeah. turkey and oh, yeah. squirrel that's 100% oh, yeah. so that kind of tells you these, these guys are real passionate so we're up there logging and I get a phone call and I said hey Chris we've been we have been vandalized. I said, oh, man. I said, I'll be all up there. So we get up there, and typical TMCB radios stole mm-hmm. out of the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, windows busted, whatever CBs they could steal. So we had a work truck sitting up there. And uh, so they was fisting them. You know, getting was getting a report and kind of figuring it out. And one of them guys, had, had they left the work truck in and it had a water cooler. So he was going to reach down and get him to drink that water. I said, man, you better check that cooler now. He, I mean, that's, you know, I wouldn't. He popped the top on him, and they somebody done took a big slam in that cooler. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, and they there was two turds floating in the cooler, uh, and I thought to myself. That's bad. And that's rough. And I That's thought, bad. I said, I ain't going to do that. And um, we just, we laughed, and, and, and I I never drank out of that from that lager. We never drank out of that cool zone because he was tight. I know bring he cleaned load. it out. Yeah, I my own water. remember those bumper stickers
0: that log load for kids? Yeah, that's yeah.
1: it. <laughs> that's what it load. But I'm telling you, they were some mean people. People just, winter logging was a challenge, team. Wouldn't oh, you yeah. agree? Yeah. And, the, and, and y'all having that equipment to cut the steepest hills, those areas like that, they get the most hunting. Yeah, you know that Brent. I mean, they it gets hunted, yeah. and and I mean, and that's
2: where we were going to be cutting during the winter. That's right, it was in them areas. And, that's and, where we were going to be. Yeah, winter you know, logging, yeah. Oh yeah.
1: yeah, and then back in the dog running days, Tim, y'all'd be coming out law trucks. They' sitting there, and every one of them got orange vests and shotguns mm-hmm. and yep. rifles. Yeah, and I mean, you just you kind of it, it's a, you know, as but I think even that culture, because when those trees got, they were running dogs. Mm-hmm. They wasn't seeing a lot of deer. But as y'all thinned and as y'all clear cut, the next years they're 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 it exploded. And a but pack
0: of walkers is the best thing for a clear well, cut cut-over, right? Them,
1: hey, they didn't like it, yeah. and uh, it was some. I mean, look we we could tell stories back and forth about some folks what they pull. Well, I mean, we've yeah. had them get our skitters and I, drive them do, down the though, road. I, I think and, the perceptions changing. I mean, and look, nobody likes to see a skitter move in open mm-hmm.
0: day deer season. I'm not saying that, that would really, never no, change. Right. Right. No way, you know th- that that. Ladder stand or tripod, oh, to yeah. get and when you're hunting, never change. And when
1: but. you're hunting timber company land, like Tim just said, 40 or how many miles? 49 of miles. 49 so, miles yeah. of roads. Well, see,
3: and these everybody are, and these uses... Are behind, these the are roads. behind gates. Yeah, yeah. and everybody
1: yeah. uses those roads to access... A 20 of ink myrtles or, mm-hmm. or or my buddy's daddy's got some down right here yeah. they're using roads because they're the best easiest way to shoot down mm-hmm. them oh yeah i mean am i right or wrong we
2: we had some there's over the years there's been some really sketchy stuff going on i mean we've yeah. locked out of gates constantly yeah. you know different things like that to the point to where you know we just had to just completely remove the gate and then put it back up then after tim you done, remember you the know?
1: era of, of when they were stealing all of our batteries, meth heads, yeah. and we selling our batteries. Yep. I mean, they'd, that. they'd steal $1,800 worth of batteries and get, what, 150 bucks for them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, whew, it, it challenges. Tim, t- tell me this, and, and, and we hear the doom and gloom, but you lived it. Mm-hmm. What's the challenges? Well, you know, I've got a list of them, but I know you lived it. That was your life. Yeah. Tell me what the challenges is now though, as far as insurances mm-hmm. and the cost so of the equipment and what it
2: used overheated. to be. The daily cost of logging now compared to what it was, say, just 10 years ago, the insurance just skyrocketed. Uh, Machine costs, new machine costs, have more than doubled. What's the the lead time? Uh, We're
0: seeing that in my business. getting equipment like year out you order something you may be a year before you get some of these big it got a
2: little touchy during covid during the covid stuff like that but kind um, of normalized yeah it's kind of normalized now that's kind of went by the wayside there's a there's equipment out there the interest rates affect that and a lot of other things on the market you know affects what you know what's out there and everything but just the the when the ball got rolling in a direction, when the fuel started skyrocketing and the fuel and the insurance, and then you, you put in the value of the truck. See, like we bought the one new truck. We bought a uh, new Peterbilt uh, was, it was like $70,000. Now you can't buy that same truck for $200,000, you know, wow. like a skidder. We bought a new skidder in 1990 and it was just a little over a hundred thousand dollars is all it was. And I mean, you know, a new skitter now, you're looking at 350 plus, you know, a processor, you're looking at over $800,000 for a processor,
1: you know. And, and and if you don't turn that wood, yeah, you those, th- those payments don't stop. No, they don't stop. You know, used to, you could, uh, a logger, and I say one of these men, not big as y'all were, mm-hmm. but a 40 load logger, mm-hmm. 40 loads a week, mm-hmm. okay, you know, he could get in business for $400,000. Oh yeah, easy. He and could make buy a money. new skidder. Two trucks mm-hmm. and a cutter. Mm-hmm. Okay, have a guy that would cut with a chainsaw, and he could get in it. You're a million dollars now. Oh yeah, easy. And and and, and here's the thing, you don't have anybody that can cut with a saw anymore. Mm-mm. They're gone. Gone. They're about dead. That's right. We're sitting aside one of the last ones that can <laughs> how really that how ain't much that, is that's is it under sixty. To,
0: like now, like neighborhood, like just just urban expansion is it, does it is is it harder to move around is it does it cost you more to move oh yeah move just on small. Just and, and, yeah. and what we're kind of walking into is 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 timmy take I, want to two a, days to I want to make two days to make the point about does, yeah. why it's a challenge to try to cut a small track or if, if you're buying small tracks or if, you, if you've got a even if you've got a big track but you want to cut a small piece for some of the management reasons we talk about this is why that can be difficult
2: well, everything's based on volume in the logging now, and it started going that way years, several years ago, and so the the like a volume logger, like Chris said a while ago, you could literally cut uh, 20 acres in a day, you know, and everything. So you got a lot of these fragmented tracks where people got 20s, 40s, things like that. It costs so much to move to pick up the equipment, the permits, the manpower, all that stuff to move. And if you're moving, if you're not moving too far, it's not as bad. But if you're moving a 30 or 40 mile move, then you get into a multi-day move right there real quick. And so you need something that you can kind of sit down on and you can log on. And with the cost of what everything has went to is put all of those 40 load a week loggers out of it. There's nobody. No, that's There's right, none. They're got, they're there used to gone. be them everywhere. You yeah. know, you could you could find somebody to cut anything yep. that you wanted to cut. And you say, well, that's a good niche market for me to get into. I could get into that and I could probably make money. Well, it's, it's the cost of the
1: equipment and everything like that the, is The biggest thing, Tim, that, that I'm – hearing and you would know because y'all got a lot of trucks mm-hmm. but a man with two trucks mm-hmm. insurance Brent used to be 2,000 2,500 it's oh, yeah. 8,500 mm-hmm. per truck mm-hmm. now if you have less than five trucks oh yeah and and it, over five trucks uh, mm-hmm. like a fleet oh, yeah. discount but to this still so you're looking at a man with two trucks He's $16,000, $17,000 just in insurance, insurance yep. to run those two trucks. Mm-hmm. And Tim will tell you this. Trucks control the logging crew. They do. They do. Because and they, I've seen you pile wood as high as you could mm-hmm. pile it. That's right. But you would rather be stacking it on a truck. Than That's it right, it. yeah,
2: because the name of the game is to be able to take it out of the processor, out of the D-limber, and put it on the truck. And get it to the mill. Every time you handle that mm-hmm. stick of wood, it costs you more money. Yeah. Because, see – if people that don't know, loggers are paid by the ton. By the ton, and when the truck crosses the
0: scales, that's right. So and that's when if, when when they say when some people talk about a track and say that the, the value of that that timber won't get itself to the mill, that's what they're talking about. There's that's right. There's not enough value in that stand of timber to, to warrant the cost to cover the cost it would take to get mm-hmm. it physically
1: to a mill. You know, a lot of people and, and Tim's seen this over the years. A lot of people, like, oh, I, I, I'm gonna cut my own. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. They won't even let you in the gate. No, let me you, you add both. You I bet own. both of y'all heard
0: this. How many times have somebody wanted you to come cut it? Well, you can just cut it for the for the logs. You can keep the logs. I hear I mean, people yeah. ask me yeah. all the time. We'll, you know anybody that'll come cut this? Yeah, we we'll can have it, the logs. We'll yeah. give it away.
1: Yeah. And you know, back in the day was pretty sweet. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes you could do it, but there again. Most time, Tim, the stuff they give you right beside the house, yeah, leaning over the house,
2: big old field uh, pine, big old cabbage they, 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 head they, things. They, they done
1: not clean catfish in it for the last oh, twenty seven yeah. years. Granddad got spikes drove in oh, it our yeah. cotton spindles oh, yeah. <laughs> in, in the uh, in the lumber, but uh, it's you know seeing it, it's really sad, Tim, because you know me and you both put our life into this timber business, mm-hmm. That's right. and watching watching how it's evolved. And me and you having to get our head out of the sand and say, "Hey, we're going to have to do something else. Mm-hmm. Do what we can in this, and do something else, but stay close enough to it." Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, that's when the wildlife parts and the different stuff and Tim—that's when you got into doing this, mm-hmm. you know, arboriculture type stuff. And, right. and, and you know, it, but Buddy's good at it. I mean, that's the Look, thing. I, I, that, the funny that's... thing about him—he got in the cow business one time. Mm-hmm. He cut the best hay. He mm-hmm. had the best fences. I mean, when you do stuff, you don't half but do them. That's no, one thing I about go all you. The way. Yeah, no, I was now, watching I, I some, was, maybe a plus or a minus, but yeah.
3: you do. <laughs> That's right. I was, yeah, I, I don't do,
0: do anything halfway. Yeah, watching some of your tree cutting stuff. So my my career, I mean, twenty four years with a power company. Right. One of the first things we got as a lineman, getting a lineman program, and, and right away is we got some training mm-hmm. on throwing trees. Mm-hmm. And I always loved it. And I, as of when I was working as a lineman, I was I was. I don't know if I was a glutton for punishment, but I love to climb and mm-hmm. I climb. That was, that was what I feel like kind of helped me make my mark as a lineman As mm-hmm. I would climb. A lot of guys didn't want to do it. And I would climb. Mm-hmm. Well, I started climbing and cutting trees, some on the side. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I enjoyed that work. That, mm-hmm. That's fun. And people don't understand what goes into that. And, and you tell them a price, especially if they want that tree cleaned up. Nobody that, if you
2: don't do that, it's hard to appreciate that. And I've, I've watched yeah. some of the things you've done. You do it on a whole other level. Yeah. I've had a lot of them that are going to do it themselves, you know, and I'll come in there and get the tree down, and they're going to do the cleanup part, you know. And Still be but then sitting about, there. About two weeks later, I get a call back say, hey, what would you charge me to come in? This is – I'm way over my head. I was underestimated what this was going to take to make this happen. Very rarely people have
1: called you, Tim, with a 10-inch tree.
2: that's right yeah it's usually what they do
1: is a hundred foot gum is 10 inches you still got it right over the house oh yeah well this
2: uh when uh, me and rook up at tupelo we work together a lot and we call it trees that'll kill you and so if he calls this is going to be one that'll kill you you know and and and
1: let me tell you this most of knock on wood most of the south has been clear cut Mm -hmm. but around these houses the trees are still as big as they grow.
2: Oh yeah, I do a lot at, of crane at, work. Right, a lot of and crane I mean man, animals. I'm gonna tell you something.
1: Yeah. So you getting in some of the biggest timber left in this country? Oh yeah, Around and it's and it's leaning over, it's leaning over little 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 Jimmy's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know? the last the last one I climbed and cut
0: when I when I topped it, I had my rope had my rope where it would lay in the crotch mm-hmm. right after, after it fell, and it it jumped out, and that rope rode my glove until my rope caught it you know it, it wasn't mm-hmm. long but that 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 opened my eye it no, no, no. was that quick oh yeah you know, it made I, you nervous could have gone south and it was a house right across the road from where we were living at the time mm-hmm. right and i was up there you know it, it was sweet gum you know it i was not hurt mm-hmm. but it was just a reminder of how how things can go oh, wrong yeah. and I, I could see the whole neighborhood from up there and i could see my house i was like yes yeah, it's, it's probably my last one that was enough <laughs> <laughs>
1: well it's just um i don't know things have it's Such a risk. It's risking yeah, everything you do down to him. As far as timber and cutting, whether mm-hmm. you're cutting trees around houses, cutting timber, it's it, and it's. I mean, exactly. really, logging in the and the and the uh, not the lobster, the uh, pilly old crab. Mm-hmm. You know what's the what's the movie? The um, what's the TV show? Brent the Alaskan oh, uh, Deadliest king, Catch. Deadliest Catch. Mm-hmm. They're the two logging and and those are the two most dangerous mm-hmm. jobs in the United States. You're right. I mean, that's just. I mean, that's just what it caused. As far as fatalities, mm-hmm. losing limbs. I mean, doing things, losing fingers. You think that's what helps with that YouTube following? Yeah, because you're you're sort of a
2: niche. You know, look. I yeah. mean, that's it. Uh, it did when the thing with the YouTube stuff was, um, you know, initially back in the day, logging wasn't that 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 big a deal, you know, or anything. And then all of a sudden, then you had the the reality series Axeman Man come on. And logging got real popular then, and uh, so you had a lot of that kind of follow suit, and that, you know, everything kind of fell in place as far as that went. So logging kind of got some a lot of notoriety during that point. And so then all of a sudden, if you were a logger, you became the cool kid on the block, you know, or right. whatever. You know, back in the day, if you are a farmer or a logger, you just wouldn't, yeah. you were kind of looked down upon a little bit, you know. Hmm. So the state, the tides kind of
1: turned some, you yeah. know and stuff so you know it's it it built this country oh yeah Mm -hmm. i mean if you look at the old banks and look at things i'm a big history nut job i love history i love the you know everybody that had the sawmill had the lion's share Mm -hmm. i mean they Mm -hmm. just did
0: look there's a lot of there's a lot of generational wealth Right now, that started with a guy that saw mill mm-hmm. and bridge contract That's in the right. early In, early in, in those 1900s. days,
1: because you, you start looking at, number one, like we talked to firm before, land was nothing. Mm-hmm. And your great granddaddy, uh, those granddaddies, the people that started those mills, got that stuff for $25 an acre or $100 an mm-hmm. acre, and then sawed off of it for the last 50 years. It's been paid for seven times. Mm-hmm. So now, where land values have exploded... their net worth has exploded Mm -hmm. just because of the old sawmilling Mm -hmm. now 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 they may not be their third three generations away from it Mm -hmm. but that's what started it and you look at a lot of these places around here even in columbus Mm -hmm. at one time we had 11 sawmills oh yeah i mean they were all around 20s 30s 40s Mm -hmm. and uh you know my place that that we manage our family farm down there that uh It come from a person that come from Arkansas Mm -hmm. to log for a big family in Columbus, Mm -hmm. the Cox family, and that they had 15,000 acres. Well, they brought these people in from Arkansas to cut it Mm -hmm. in 1936. Well, guess what? They never left. Mm -hmm. They ended up buying part of it, open a sawmill. And for 40, 30 years, they had Wallen Lumber Company. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just a you know you trace things back like you said you trace them back to you know where it all started and I mean it all started like you said farmers Out of area you know, where we're from Loggers. Southeast right. Arkansas, Crosset, right. Arkansas. That's some yeah. of
0: the biggest logging and paper mill oh, yeah. know, country huge, around. That's where huge, huge mill it right there in Crosset. In Crosset, that's where my daddy grew That mill went up. for miles down the <laughs> yeah. road. I remember I, driving I, by it one time. That's the only place in the country I don't have to spell my last name for people because right. there's plenty of locals there. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Crosset and Hamburg. But uh, <laughs> right. So what about – what are you seeing and as we, we kind of start to think about wrapping up? So what about – in logging, what are you seeing trends that are aimed more towards wildlife management? I mean, so we talk about the value, and, and and there's a couple of things that I've I picked up from Mitt and Chris over the last few months. Is that uh, when you given all those things we're talking about about the challenges with getting a logger on there mm-hmm. and, and just logging your place? If if you've got a big enough place, let's say you get a logger out there, do you maybe do you maybe go ahead and get more than you would? Do you thin it down. You thin it down more for for wild from a wildlife standpoint, and the fact that while
2: well, you got the logger in there, you, you're cutting a little more. If I if I had somebody, what in there cutting, do you see? I would get everything that I could get at the time. Yeah, while you have while you got that yeah. opportunity to do it, because basically then what you're doing, you're starting over with a clean slate, and it doesn't really matter. Say if you're in your sixties or even in your seventies, you know you can still you've still got time to work and make something what you want. If you're if you're into the wildlife standpoint, like all of we are sitting right here right now, you've got time to make something happen on it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and change it. You can change it because you can't you can't really do any if you've got you know twenty inch trees and larger right there unless a logger cuts them or you happen to. Know you're how to cut them. them, you're stuck with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you got the opportunity to get it done, get it done, get it. and then you can kind of control your destiny of what you want because it's like you said in a bunch of your podcasts, the value now on property is a recreational standpoint of things. And so if you've got to kind of change gears, we went through the time period where timber was worth so Number much money. One, right. the, the recreational values are, are where it's at now. So yeah. if you're thinking about in the next 15 years, if you're getting into those years where you're, you're going to eventually liquidate your stuff, you're going to get to the point where you're not going anymore or, or you don't have any kids or not interested in it. Well, you need to change gears. You need to start working toward because your money coming in when you sell that track of timber or whatever it is is going to come from recreational values is what it's going yeah. to do and that's how you're going to maximize it get in there and get you some the wide roads D- big fan of that wide the, roads yeah and 80 80 foot yeah. wide 70 80 foot wide oh, yeah. roads the patchwork stuff is really good then anybody, even with a side-by-side or an ATV, you can control that stuff by you know, by chemicals. Yes, right. yeah. And, you know, you don't have to have a big piece of equipment
1: or anything you know. to do that. And, 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 Tim, we're seeing, I mean, you was talking about it earlier, but now we're seeing stuff that when me and you were seeing 25 years ago, these pre-commercial thinnings. Mm-hmm, right. You know, people are going in there with these mulchers. Mm-hmm, you yep. know, pine trees that are three and four and five years old, they're going ahead and thinning them. Mm-hmm. He, All right. so they're thinning them, and you say, "God, why would a guy pay jump somebody hundred and fifty dollars an hour?" But he can go through that plantation. Mm-hmm. So you're giving up your first thinning because we're not getting anything for it anyway. Yeah, you're in, so if he thins that thing, you think about it, Tim. So if we're planting, I'm a big fan of six hundred trees per mm-hmm, acre. Okay? Right, that's my game. Warehouse mm-hmm. right, warehouses going to what four thirty? Yeah, they're so they're, yeah, they're really a they're narrow, real low. are they're, yeah. they're sub so five hundred. So if we already know that we can't get these. Trees thin, especially small tracks. I'm fishing a pre-commercial thin one of mine. Why you can? Why mm-hmm. I can? Yeah. And I'm a, I'm gonna hire a cutter, mm-hmm. and he's gonna go in and cut the rows out and lay them on the ground, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna manage it with fire mm-hmm. right. till it gets gone. But I'm gonna give up. I'm giving up that first thinning. Mm-hmm. And boy it makes me sick being a timberman,
3: mm-hmm. and and
1: you being a logger that we're gonna burn, right. you know that. But we have no option because if I do wait till it gets like you said, eighteen. Are, are, are 12 to 15 16 inches in size we're stuck we can't do anything and and i mean and, and tim knows this he's yeah. a good of chainsaw man but you can't go in on 40 acres it doesn't and, matter what it's worth it if you can't any. sell it that's right that's the no. thing. I,
0: I had somebody on a 40 i got listed yeah. called the other day and, and they asked about it and it's in a great spot mm-hmm. too and they, and they said well you asked if i had a timber cruise on it. I mean, it's a forty <laughs> the yeah. timber. Ain't what what right. we're pricing? That's right.
2: People may be asking why? Why are we in this situation right here? Why can somebody with a twenty or forty can't just readily get it thin or get a logger in there? It's it's basic. I wrote it down: supply and demand. Yep. Supply and demand. We. A lot we all got rooked into planting trees back in the 80s and the 90s. And, and there was a lot of people that planted trees in the 90s yes. for their retirement. Yes. For College their retirement. Your, retirement. Daddy, your daddy being and, and, one and of them. And here we are right now. Fighting to cut them. them. Yeah. And it's just a humongous mess. And, man, and right let me now. tell
1: you something about trees. When they're ready to be thinned, they need to be thinned. Yes. Every year, mm-hmm. every year that we skip okay mm-hmm. so we're at 16 i got some now personally that are 21
3: mm-hmm. okay
1: so five years worth of growth mm-hmm. i didn't get the diameter right i got the height oh yeah a tree well let me tell you all this listeners a tree will always grow its height mm-hmm. but it won't never grow its diameter <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and, and and really you need the diameter for the weight
2: you do yeah you because need.
1: you sell timber by the ton yeah. and you log timber by the ton okay not by the inch no and mm-hmm. and, and you <laughs> estimate when you get a timber cruise it's estimated mm-hmm. By the ton. I mean, you know, they say, well, that's so I many board feet, but you're converting it to the ton. I mean, I don't know of a place open yet that buys pine by the board feet anymore. No, uh-uh. it's all by the ton, and and I mean, the more tons per acre, the more your track cuts. Mm-hmm. And um, we just like Tim said, we just we're we are here in the South, and I and I'm I read a lot of these forms and stuff. Mm-hmm. this other stuff. Everybody's getting smoked with it. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's even you know, um, you know, used to champion mm-hmm. paper company you remember you cut mm-hmm. a lot of their oh, yeah, yeah. you know Brent they'd grow it to 22 years old and clear cut it mm-hmm. they'd right. never try to grow it grow but it and mow it yeah yeah. but so guess what that meal's gone <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> so we're just we're just stuck with and these trees we got now these second gen and mm-hmm. third gen and these super seedlings they grow so fast Tim. Mm-hmm. you know that but, oh yeah you know used to we would always get them old county seedlings that's right for commission old, right old, old, yeah you know fork it and whatever Mm -hmm. but you know these trees now grow so fast in five years they're gone they do and then really by 10 they're bigger around as your leg oh yeah and i mean it's just wild i mean y'all got some on y'all's family farm over there look good i I looked at them other day yeah you got you know
2: you take the prep work if you do the prep work right if you if you'll subsoil if you'll rip that thing that's a single most if you want to grow trees that's a single one most important thing that you can do really? to it. So you do it's, a lot of it's, okay. it's subsoil. that thing because what it does is it allows that tap root just to go crazy. To shank just it. go, yeah. Just go straight through that hard pan. Yeah, especially if you've got any kind of if you got some land that's hard packed, this that was an old farm or or anything like yeah. that. It really needs. I that. love that bedding, but that does yeah. the same thing. It does the same thing. That thing up. Right, right. And you oh. see a lot of that in the lower ground. You know mm-hmm. where it kind of gets the trees up
1: above the. Yeah.
2: Waterline, you right. know during the winter time and stuff
1: i'll tell you this and i think you'll agree with me tim and i believe brent will jump on board don't if you've got a logger that will thin your stuff don't shop him to death let him no, thin it. let him thin it because i'm if, telling you if you don't yeah. if you say you know what my daddy sold this for seven dollars to him guess what you better get it you better get it you better, you better get, get it, it. And, and and we're seeing prices here at 50 cents to a dollar mm. till you can have
2: it well, if you're a if you're a big landowner, you know, somebody has it. the The best thing to do is is not wait. Is to keep it in a rotation going. That way, you're in the up and down
1: curve. If you know uh, constantly, you know yeah, you're going you to you're, you're going to offset. You're going to win yeah. some. you going to yeah. right. That's remember, right. remember this: the quicker you get it thin, mm-hmm. is the quicker you step up into that next product. Right, right. Pulpwood, chip and saw, mm-hmm. saw Right. Timber. But if you sit there worried about two or three dollars, mm-hmm. you're gonna lose a crop. Oh, yeah. Because you're sitting there just, man, oh, I just ain't gonna give it away. Well, you're really not giving away, you're destroying your stand by not getting it thin. Well, if a stand
2: ever gets suppressed and the, in the the carrying capacity of an acre gets maxed out and the stand gets suppressed and it stops growing, a good, healthy stand will ward off the beetles and, and everything else that comes in there. I agree and with as long you. as it keeps yep. growing, it'll be fine. But you let one get stagnant just for a few yeah, for a few years, it, they're gonna start. The first thing they're gonna start doing is self-ending themselves. They're the weak trees are gonna start dying out.
1: You're they're going to see them. Yeah, they really you, are. A tree start start pine seeing. tree is a hoarder,
2: yeah. and so you kind of yeah. got to do something because yeah, if I'd you, get
0: a tornado through it if it, if it was mine. <laughs> yeah, and
2: and that's a, that's another thing that hurts ice us storm. about every year yeah. is a, we get a tornado or an ice storm like the one that went up through Monroe County back yeah. in March. And then all of a sudden you've got you've got a property owner. So you've got a high. I know one right now that I, him. oh yeah, yeah. it Big it track. turned his world upside down. I mean he had some, uh, some beautiful yeah, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah real estate yeah. type stuff. Mm-hmm. And man,
1: it's a snap. Of your fingers, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. And you know we we can't uh, we're at risk in everything we do in life. Cranking our car up, going mm-hmm. stolen. Right. But I tell you what, it's, nothing would be more sorry for gut-wrenching gut-wrenching <laughs> mm-hmm. is to grow something for 35 years ready to cut it for you your kids your retirement you're ready to, and then have a storm go through it oh yeah because number one those meals can buy it cheaper oh yeah number two it destroys it it costs a lot it. more to log it yeah. and, and i'm gonna tell you it costs a lot more to clean it up to plant it yeah oh yeah because let me tell you something now these these the latino the guys that, and... that, that plant for you yeah they just they they can't walk through a wall. Oh no! I mean they, they not have to. I mean you got to get it clean for them yep. to get a good stand, mm-hmm. and it's just no good stuff going. I mean it's just a when when something like that comes. That's, the a that's a good point. That's a good point.
0: What started that was yeah. that if you got somebody, if you're talking to a logger and you got them, sometimes availability is is that best oh, yeah. ability. Well,
2: and if you and if you've got a neighbor that's cutting this cutting timber there's your great opportunity right there to, to go to the small track yeah small especially. track guy hey even if you've got to take a little less money on it just if whatever you can do to get that stand even growing. if it's and, a year
0: or two ahead yes correct and
1: tim here's another thing don't think you've got that logger over a barrel don't ask for all this extra free work mm, from him because right. he ain't gonna road, do it. road work. No, that's the thing. That's the thing of the past, right there. <laughs> road work. Yeah. Uh, 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 if you don't mind, could you come cut these two trees hey, and over? Why house? you got your dozer in? Yeah. Here. <laughs> well, hey, because they yeah. had good equipment, yeah. and I, I guarantee Tim, if you wrote on a book how many times that people yeah. were Greenfield saying, well, "Could you come push this little field out for me?" You could write it down. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just I, how look, it is. I know
0: one that still mentions you all the time. <laughs> oh, he told me he's gonna cut these two big pine trees. I was there.
1: But man, hey. I mean, here's the thing: you you could, it's all sounds great, but if we cut that pine tree and it lands on the house, you think he's gonna mm-hmm. say, "Hey, man, Chris, don't worry, yeah, about yeah, you it were too. trying so to help me, it's okay, that's right." It's a it's a good deal.
2: So you ask about the, you know, the how many loads we had moved. I, I'm I want to share the the best track we ever cut uh, was down in Hell uh, County, Alabama, down there at Greensboro, eighty acre block. The timber buyer bought it, paid four hundred twenty five thousand dollars for just the timber on that thing. Wow, eighty acres. Mm -hmm. Then the timber company bought it from him for $450,000. That was in 2002. We got to call. The plywood mill was still running wide open at Millport at that time. We got to call to go down there and merchandise and cut it for him. And uh, we went down there and cut that thing. I hand cut. uh, They had marked double ring poles throughout the track. There wasn't a... An astronomical amount of them, but there was a lot of them in there. And a double ring pole at that time. I don't know what it is now, but at eighty foot, it's it a transmission be, pole. Yeah, for what had, he's
1: talking about, light pole. For yeah, for what he's talking about.
2: It had to be twelve inches diameter on a little end with no knots. Wow, no and, sweep. And, and these things, and so they had to be cut and dropped between the stumps. So because right. they hit a stump on the way to ground, they, they just broke They'd like glass. Right. Oh yeah, right. and uh, but that's that was the best of the best that of, ever. Happened and we cut a test track but right out there by the air base bako out yeah. there oh yeah 10 acres we cut 130 loads off that Golly. track they had um, mm. they had done everything mm. every year to it maxed it slap out and it cut over 10 loads to an acre on that thing i man.
1: got in the timber business in
2: 97 was that when you graduated from state over there
1: i, I was actually buying timber for Mitch Price and then mm-hmm. the right. Price Brothers, right. while I was going to school at State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, let me tell you something, it paid a lot more laying that ceramic tile i Umpire, and I can tell you that.
3: <laughs> um,
1: but no. we cut a track over there in New Hope, mm-hmm. and, and I can remember it to this day, but it cut $11,000 an acre.
2: Eleven thousand mm-hmm. dollars,
1: and I'll tell you where it is when I get off the air. I can yeah. tell you now because yeah. the guy's still alive. He'd die if he knew it. But oh yeah, um, it, it was a small track. Oh yeah, and it was it was that it, it was like you was talking about those ones, and, and I couldn't believe mm-hmm. it. But at the time, we were getting a hundred and twenty dollars a ton for pine logs. Oh yeah, and I logging mean. back then to what was it, Tim? Thirteen dollars.
2: And that that was a high, that was a, then, That was extravagant all, high. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: so you look at you look at. The '90s, late '90s, early 2000s, y'all, thirteen dollars a ton to log. Mm-hmm. Now it's 25 dollars a ton. That's mm-hmm. what it's—it's it's doubled, mm-hmm. That's right. and and it's doubled. Um, it's just, but it's doubled, and the timber prices have gone down. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because now that same log brings you fifty-six dollars. That used to bring us one hundred and twenty. Correct. Correct. Plus it, logging is. Ten more dollars a ton higher. Mm-hmm. So that's that's your that's your end game. You know, everybody says, "Oh, they're trying to steal it." But they're not. That's mm-hmm. all it's bringing. Yeah. yeah, and I and I don't
2: I don't see no
1: light at the end of the tunnel for either. things
2: changing. No. I think in our lifetime, it, you know, it's it's going to be
1: like it is right now, if not worse. I tell people, look at that timber like you would a stock market. Mm-hmm. If you see it high you strike while the iron's hot. Mm -hmm. If you sit there and sit on your heels, you're going to lose. Right. Every time you're Mm going to lose. Now I would look, I love to trade on things. I love to trade and I love to trade up. I love to trade good. How about Mm -hmm. that? Right. But guess what? In the timber business now, you don't (laughs) trade too much. You you better, you better have your ducks in a row, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: have your good logger, treat the logger good. Don't be a horse's butt to him. Mm -hmm. You know, Oh, you go! I want all this gravel on my roads. Well, you didn't have gravel when we started, mm-hmm. so why yeah. should you have a whole road gravelled? You know, your food plot was a quarter acre. Mm-hmm. Why should we have to make it two acres? Yeah. I mean, it, it, and 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 that's the things that loggers can't afford to do without charging you mm-hmm. now. That's right. And and it's all you and I'm got I'm to gonna have tell you realistic something. expectations. Let me tell you what yes. loggers are doing now, and I'm seeing it even tracks of timber that I'm selling. I mean, I had forty acres Tim, of the finest hardwood timber, and I was telling about it. We've sold the land. We've left timber on it. We couldn't find nobody way to cut it. Hmm. Didn't want to cut it. And just because they want to cut pine, they didn't mm-hmm. want to cut that hardwood. They didn't want to have a saw hand. They didn't want it to cut with a saw. It was mm-hmm. big hardwood. Yeah. We couldn't find a no way to cut it. So we had to sell the land with the timber on it. Hmm. And, 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 you know, that's something that's just like, what? But that's true. Oh, that's yeah. a true thing.
2: Well, that's one thing you then throw out there, you know, if you're, if a lot of people listen to this podcast and I, and I talked to Chris and them earlier, I said, y'all got, y'all got to get more out. Yeah. I know it's challenging to do it, get people together. Got to get more out, but you got, you got people out there that still got old growth stuff, man. Got old growth. I went down there, uh, three years ago and I cut a tree down at, uh, Utah, Alabama for Lewis and M. Right that was right at nine foot diameter. I remember had, seeing had that. Had three yeah. had three clear logs. It was Man. a it was a it was a red oak, no limbs on oh, it. That's a monster. It a was giant a monster. Stump. Giant stump. I went down there and they called me and said, Hey, come will you come cut How it down? How old there? was it, Tim? Did you count it? I didn't count it. because uh, it, it got dark. It took me yeah. it took me about an hour of sawing time. I notched it and cut down. The, Cut the root flares off of and everything to get it yeah. on the ground. And uh you know, if you got timber like that, uh, you can find me anywhere. Uh, reach out to me if you want your timber cut. Like, if you get, need something
1: that's hand-cut where you don't want it busted. Well, especially these people's making these these yeah. tables
3: and these uh, river tables. That's uh, a
2: big thing. Oh, yeah. These big slabs. I'm your man for that. Yeah. And so then to a year later then, after I'd cut that tree— I got a call from the sawmill down there, and they said, we can't do – we. Well, what would it take to get you to come down here and, cut it and rip this thing for us and cut it in half Or us? We got the butt cut and the second cut. They could not – They, they could couldn't not handle even, it. They couldn't handle it. It was that big. I so said, you're talking right.
1: about a 55, 60-inch tree, DBH. Oh,
2: God, yeah, yeah even larger than that. Wow. And, and, uh, and, cherry uh, bark, a cherry yeah, bark. Yeah, and I said yeah, – I remember uh, that.
0: I'll, we'll, we'll post up a link yeah, to that and, YouTube. I remember I, uh, that on YouTube. Uh, That'd
1: be cool.
2: I told him, I said, I told him what it'd take to get me to come down there to cut, to rip it, to get it in half. And I said, I want to do it on a Sunday when nobody else is there. I said, I don't want nobody to be around. I said, but you. And I said, uh, so I went down there and I went around it with a three-foot bar all the way around it. And I still didn't cut through it. God in the Lee. middle, it, it was huge, Man. and so I drove some. I drove some wedges in it, and I got him to come over with the front end loader with the forks, and got him to slide in yeah. it. And I kept. it I told him us to just kind of yeah. keep working it and just keep working it till it finally popped. The slab popped. It was just that thing was, huge. and he he got with me and he told me how many board feet it was when they saw it. That's but it was amazing. just insane. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look that up. And see yeah, that. It, the tree when it hit the ground just yes. it made a sound like a mm. yeah. Yeah. And they ended up cutting two down there. The other one wasn't yeah. quite that big, but it was right on, right over the river. And they they didn't have nothing there. A lot of people, they, you look in the comments on the video, and they're like, why'd you cut that? Why'd you cut that? They don't yeah. understand that, that that thing took up gone. a half an acre. It was gone. I mean, wind it blew was, it over. Yeah, wind blew it over. And it, there was the... the the property yes, about the drip line, size yeah. of that drip line, oh, space um, and it nothing that nothing to grow there. Me. I That's mean, right. yeah. it was—it's like Lake Lanier State Park is over yeah. now. You could you could walk up on it, and you could see for a quarter mile yeah. any direction. The timber yeah. was that big yeah. down there, it's big you know, stuff, just, oversized. Yeah, it's oversized. Stuff. You know,
1: the, and and we look at things, and they say, "Man, I'd love to see what the the Virgin timber." And I'm one of them. I would love to see what the Indians saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, a lot of big grass changing. Buried. Well, a lot yeah, of was change. Yeah. Tornadoes, windstorms—they oh, yeah. still had those. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it's just but but seeing that stuff, it is it's, it's pretty that's pretty cool to k one. Yeah, Brent, put that up. That would be good. Yeah, I'll yeah. share yeah. that link. I remember That'd watching good, that video. Yeah. Long
2: it's been been a couple of years.
0: Yeah, ago,
1: I think.
2: It's, yeah, it's been. I think it was in nineteen when I went
1: down that's there and put awesome. that tree
2: down for them. That's awesome. And just uh, a huge tree. I'd love to know the.
1: The, the the age of those trees and a lot of them are not as old as you think they are they're not a lot of people
2: they're they're not and a lot of people they don't know how to count the growth rings i've showed it in several videos but no. they think each ring is is a year but it's right. not you got a, a light ring and a dark ring That's that right. light wide ring is going to be your spring early time summer growth and then that dark compressed ring is going to be your your, your late summer winter. into your fall yeah. and everything before the leaves come off of it. So, those two rings together equal a year. And you're right. Right, I cut them down all the time. I cut I cut one other day that was sixty something inches on the butt, and it was planted in the early nineties. It was a water oak. Wow. You know had and everything. Yeah, had, I mean, so if you if yeah. you're sitting there and they don't have any competition, it's got the moisture. It's got the moisture, and it needs some decent yeah. dirt. But the biggest thing is the moisture. You know. ain't no doubt. It's a room. And, and, you know, it, and, a and so it's a room. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. And we just come off one of the worst droughts we've had in a long time, and we're going to see some trees drop like flies this next, next year. year.
1: right. This next yeah. year is going to be beetle, crazy. And beetle oh, stuff, yeah. too.
0: I saw something the other yeah. day about some beetles. Well, mm-hmm. beetles. I
1: talked to a guy from Fulton up there mm-hmm. north of us, and he told me, he said, we'll eat up with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're you know we were okay because we got a couple of rains. Mm-hmm. But, Tim, today in the woods – It's as dry as I've been in December. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Know. The
2: last one. 25
1: I, years I remembered. Yeah. I, I, I was 16. In was, Creek. Yep.
2: 16 was really was dry, dry uh, because we didn't really get any rain till December and 16 because I remember fighting the dust was but just. I,
1: but I never remember it, Tim, being this dry. And when we plant our food plots, don't yeah. get nothing on it well, to what, get them up.
2: Yeah. It just, it, you know? we stayed so hot this time yeah. and, and we kept
1: wind going. That's right. It, and, and it, it just, dried just, and that ground. And it just, just yeah, right.
2: it was like being in a convection oven, man. Yeah. And it just turned everything inside out, you know.
3: Well,
0: Breno, what do you think, buddy? Y'all got a good, a good one. Either one of y'all got a good deer hunting story <laughs> from this year? Uh, well, yeah, I know Chris does. I yeah. saw that phone just yeah. Well, my, my daughter
1: up. just, she's blowing me up. I yeah. think she just blowed one down. So yeah. I, that, that's. Uh, uh, and that Avery killed one earlier. Avery killed one, Irving. Yeah. And yeah. Then, uh, but but the, the big deer right now. Yeah, what are they and, doing? What are you seeing? I, they're, they're, not, they're not like they've been being. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put the, I think we're down for the year. Yeah. I think we're a year or two out of it. We had a big EHD. Mm-hmm. You think there's a I gap in the I, age? There's a gap there because, look, I'm already over 1,000 deer at the deer plant. And we only had one that's deer. That's processor, if yeah. y'all don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris Holmes a processor. Yeah. He, he, he and, ain't
0: growing them, he's, <laughs> he's
1: processing But we're that, and we're not only one deer of 150. That's not typical for this. You know right. that. That's not coming time. up on rut. Now, that'll, yeah, that's that'll change right. that's in the next change, couple but, weeks. But, but that's but, behind But I'm not seeing these people at all these. At every t- store, goes to run up and show him of these deer on camera. No. Are you seeing them on your and, farm team? We're, we're down this year.
2: I've got as far as number wise, I've got yes. numbers. As far as bucks, I've got small bucks.
1: Yeah, they just need another couple yes. years. Yeah.
2: yeah, they need a couple more yeah. years in.
1: And- well, Brent, you you was dragging out two does. You sent me a picture. Look, of I got him. mad at him. I, look, got I, got, I told he I'm, wants some Hawaiian sausage. Yeah. I know what he wants. I was
0: telling Amanda this is the first year, and I, I've been busy with a lot of stuff. You know full-time job and doing some real estate and some Mm -hmm. drone work, and I've just been busy. And uh, this is the first year, I think, since probably 99 that I didn't kill a deer in October. Yeah. And then I didn't um, kill a deer in November. That's right. And And that's rare for you. I was feeling the heat.
2: I, I killed a couple of does Sunday afternoon.
0: Well, and so Tim, I, that's I, the
2: same way. I even during gun season, unless it's raining, I'm pretty much gonna have my yeah, bow. Yeah. Right. Still gonna bow hunt out of a out of a lock on or something. Yeah. Well
1: you know? Tim, we want you to come back. It it's I, I been would good. Lo- I would love it, to. It's good I mean, we we're gonna because there's a lot of stuff that yeah. you've done that we could talk about oh, yeah. and some cool stuff. So we're gonna have you back on. Well, look, and and y'all, I think it'd be a good, good move.
2: Y'all have got a good thing going and people are craving this kind of stuff right here. And there's a lot of different avenues you can go. And I wouldn't have a problem coming back and being a guest at any time if it was just me and Brent or, someone, right. or just me no, and you I, or something like that, great. you know, yeah. and everything. you need to get the content out there. Yeah, You need to get yeah. it out. Yeah, it. Y'all, y'all have got, I sat there and over about a two week time period, I listen to every. I listen to podcasts like crazy. I mean, I'll mm-hmm. put my AirPod in while I'm hunting and just turn the volume all the way down, just one, and I'll just sit there and listen to them back to back to back to back, right. a bunch of different ones. You know, yeah, I good. got a
0: I got a toboggan with some speakers in it and yeah. Sunday evening when I uh-huh. when I killed those. Do- I was sitting in a beautiful stand of hardwoods yeah. and just had a look. I was I was kind of revealed mm-hmm. a little bit of a history nerd. Yeah. I was listening to a uh, I was listening to a podcast on the American Revolution. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I looked up and there were, there were three or four doves standing right under me. Oh so yeah, well, I, I'm that way too. I get either windshield time or you know, i I run and I listen to podcasts a lot. This has been fun. This oh, yeah, I've
2: enjoyed it. i I like the I'm a podcast nut, youtube nut and and everything. and just and there's people out there that are craving this information like crazy yeah. and, and especially like, southeastern stuff you've got your grant woods and you got your mark Thomas's and stuff like that that are kind of all over the place that have been managing deer for in farms and wildlife forever you know and everything but there's people right here who are really really wanting this stuff you yeah. know and trying to trying to turn their farms around you know most people are wanting wanting good deer you know and everything yeah. and so you
0: know what i've what i found that Right now, there's a lot of people out there with the science. There's some really smart people doing podcasts, sure. getting really technical. Mm-hmm. And 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 Mitt and Chris both can get technical in their oh, areas. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm i I've, I've got right. some experience and some life lessons, right. but you know what? That's there's a lot of value in that. Oh yeah. And, and and Mitt and Chris to me and and you too, kind of that hybrid. You know what you're doing. You've got the technical, mm-hmm. but you've done it too. Right. You, you there's a lot of academics, and I'm not poo-pooing on the science or academics Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of people that haven't done the thing they're Mm -hmm. they're telling you to go do and that's something i appreciate just Mm -hmm. the uh it's this is real this is from experience sure
2: sure Well, man i have i thoroughly enjoyed it i love sitting around just talking you know talking outdoors and stuff like that and then the history just going back you know because i mean chris and Corey and i we all grew up together you know so it's kind of fun and then me and Chris in the timber business, you know, yeah. and everything. So it's it's been good, you know. Been made my life off of wood chips, making sawdust, you know.
0: <laughs> yep. yep. Well, look, man, I appreciate you coming yeah, in. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. We'll do it again, and uh, thank you all for listening. Yes. And, uh, we'll, we'll. This might be hard to top. We'll see if we can come up with the next one. And so this is. I don't know when you'll listen, but this is we're almost at mid-December. So if, if we don't get back on, y'all, y'all have a good Christmas. Be safe, and uh, and just you know, hug on your loved ones.